my normies and non-normies. How are you doing? Buenos dias, buenas noches, buenas tardes, buen carajo, whatever time it is where you are by the time I post this. So y'all listen to this because I know I'm still not 100% consistent yet. I'm still trying to get there, but the struggles of life and my mental health just... You know, they be having me question myself sometimes and question my content and question what I'm doing or just question things in general and just makes it a little bit harder for me to stay on track. But I got to finally listen to the voice notes. Um, Anchor didn't give me a notification or I didn't see it that I had voice notes. And I think they came in right on time, even though they were sent to me three days ago, I was in a low vibration this morning I don't know why and I woke up with a bipolar mood this morning and I don't know why I already put her back there that you see in a bad mood not meaning to but the OCD like kicked in and then the bipolar got triggered and I was just like these dishes I can't do these dishes the dishes need to be clean I'm tired of these dishes I don't know why like I why because I literally had just only woken up and gone to the bathroom so there really was like no need for me to be already in a triggered state but I don't know it happens sometimes that's part of having mental health that's a part of it's a part of it and I can say that I listened to the voice notes right on time because they actually brought up my vibration and I I appreciate them honestly because I've had this platform since January 2021, and I've had the podcast probably around about the same time, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I know the blog came first, and I hardly paid a blog any attention, and that's not a good thing, but um, I need to get back on my blog, too. But um, I've had this podcast for that long, and I don't... Sorry, I my ADHD and I got sidetracked in my head and unfocused and I was literally going into my head forgetting that I was talking to you guys. But I was in my thoughts like, dude, focus. But um What was I saying? So yeah, I listened to the voice notes like literally right on time because thank you. Like for real. Um, thank you for letting me know I was not wrong. Thank you for being the only one to let me know that I was not wrong. Um, it just sucks when it comes to family because you really don't know if what you're doing is right or wrong. And then to be a buck, I was raised a certain way by my grandparents and a certain way by my mother. So, and they contradict each other. And I really go with how my grandparents installed in me. And because of that, like, me being the only child, it's kind of difficult for me not doing what I was taught. You feel me? Like, in our culture and in my family, you don't leave family. No matter what they do to you, you're supposed to stick it through. And you're supposed to suck it up. But... A person can only take but so much of being stepped on and so much of being spit on and so much of being told that they're never going to do anything or amount to anything or a person gets fed up with no support. You know, when it comes to a point in time where you have to pick and choose who's more important, you, the values that were installed in you, or the people who are causing the harm. And normally, I was always the bite my tongue, don't say anything, because I know my tongue is lethal, keep my emotions and my feelings to myself, don't don't let it out there, like, just hold on to it, no matter how hurt I was, no matter how angry I was, I was always the one to hold everything in, because nobody cared, you know? Nobody in my household cared about my feelings and my emotions and what I went through and what I go through, because if they did they would actually know that what I say is legit and it's real but they didn't and they still don't take the time and it's all about whatever the woman says like who made her God who who made her God because the last that I checked she's not God so I don't be understanding how her word is like gold like I really don't but it's whatever so Where's your Crocs? Put your Crocs on, please. So, I don't... I just... I wasn't sure if I was wrong. 
because sometimes I will let the bipolar and the PTSD and the depression, you know, show how I'm going to show up and react to a situation. And I'd be trying not to. That's why, like, I had worked so hard now because this was two years ago with the story that I told you guys and when I asked you guys if I was wrong. That was two years ago that had happened. And that's when I was going to end up in a psych ward. And I was really just trying to work on me mentally being present for my children and me mentally being there for my children and making better decisions and better choices and not letting the actions of other people affect me in a negative way. You know, that's what I was trying to do. So as my family member, I thought that person would be understanding to say, all right, you know what? Take the time that you need. Like, this is not a rush. Homeboy is not. And if he does die, then oh, well, like if I get an inheritance, then oh, well. And if I don't, then oh, well, like so the whole way I've been treated my whole life doesn't merit me to get any payback like I barely saw this man ever I barely spent time with this man this man only met two of my kids and that's because I showed up at his doorstep because I showed up at his doorstep so I can at least tell my kids you met your grandfather once and that's my two oldest because I didn't have a young one back then so like my whole life has been well, whenever you move out of your mother's house, let me know. Then when that did happen, I, he still had no contact with me. So you cannot say that that woman was the reason why you had no contact with your child. And if you ever... And if he ever had a doubt that I was his child, my theory will still stay the same. You had, when I turned 18 years old, to say, Hey, I have... Doubts that you are my child. Do you mind taking a DNA test with me just so I can have my peace of mind? Me being 18, I'm I'm legal enough. She can't say anything. She can't control it, okay? So I could have went and did whatever to keep your peace of mind. But not wait till I'm 27 and have your wife ask me for a freaking DNA test when I write out and reach out to ask for help. She's the one that responds back instead of you because she opened my letter that I sent to you. I didn't send to her. And, um, basically comes at me, like, and then I get reached years later. This is when I was 27. She asked me for the DNA test after I wrote him a letter. I wrote him a letter. She caused me to ask me for a DNA test. Ain't you man enough to ask me for it yourself? Because you the one that slept with my mama, not your wife. So, like, come on. Like, for real. Like, seriously. Like, come on. And then you got my cousin, my blood cousin, pushing because my father's wife is her godmother. So she's pushing to try to resolve this for her, not taking my needs and my wants into consideration. Everybody thinks I'm a money-hungry person. I am not my mother. Money don't make happiness. I'm a proof of that because she gave me everything I needed physically, but not emotionally, not mentally. I never had the love of a mother. Yeah, I had clothes. Yes, I had shoes. Yes, I had a canopy bed. I had a computer. I had a Nintendo. She was a provider. She gave, 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 but did not give herself, which is what I needed. I needed a mother to be there for me, to hold me, to tell me things were going to be okay, to love me. But no, I didn't have that. All the material in the world don't mean shit to me. Where's that material now? Okay, where's that material now? It's nowhere. I don't have any of it. So I'd rather have memories than anything else. I'd rather have a parent than anything else. Which is why for my kids, I try to do that. And I try to be that. You know, whenever my kids will ask me for something, this is, you know, before we've gotten into the situation uh, these last four years, I'm still trying to get out of. But in the past, when my kids would ever ask me for something, I would tell them, hey, if you want it, That means mommy has to go work more hours so that she can get it for you. I have no problem doing that. But that just means that mommy's not going to be here as much as she is because I have to pick up those hours so that I can get you what you're asking for. So the choice is up to you. If you want it, be prepared for me to be a little more absent because I have to go work those hours. If you just want the time with me, then just let me know and we'll do something together. We'll spend time together. We'll go out and we'll do whatever. My kids would normally opt for spending the time with me more than anything. They were always like, Mommy, we just want time with you. It's okay. I don't want that. I mean, I would still try to bust my butt to get it because a lot of the stuff that they asked me for, I still did get. It wouldn't be right then and there. It would probably take me a little bit longer. But 
I would end up getting it, you know, slowly putting the money to the side and then buying it. So that not only did they get the time with me, but they still ended up getting what they were asking for. May have been a couple of months down the line, but they got it and they were extremely happy with it. Didn't matter how long it took for me to get it because they got to get the time with me and they got to get the item that they asked for. So that's how I raised my kids. Yes, I can give you all the material in the world that you want. But at the end of the day, where them Jordans at? Where that game system at? Where's that material at? The only thing we're going to take with us wherever we go is our memories. And that's why I'd rather build as many memories as possible. But these last four years, I haven't been able to build any memories with my kids. Because I'm trying to get my own shit together. And I'm trying to get my own mental health in a, in a stable place. Like, if I could take the person that I was back then with a stable mind, even though I was not living my truth, um, and bring her in now, I'd be able to function better, but I would still have to process everything about the wheelchair and everything about my legs, and that's just a part of my life that I'm still stuck at. And I'm still stuck at it because of the situation that we're in. I don't have the freedom to attempt to do things and see how it goes. Like, But the voice notes brought me comfort. They did. And um, it gave me support, you know, and thank you a lot for loving my kids, even though you don't know them. Thank you for loving me, even though you don't know me. And thank you for being a virtual sis and a virtual auntie, like you just said in your voice notes. I definitely appreciate that because we don't have family. We don't. So right now, the only family that we have is my platforms and they don't even embrace all the you know what I'm saying so like that leaves a person that already feels like they don't have anybody that has their back you okay so why are you walking around like that like you're not okay so um yeah so I don't know I appreciate it it really does like provide is my slide coming apart no it really does provide support like um I'm not used to it um I'm really not used to receiving support I suck at it um I'm trying to be more receptive with it and I'm trying to be more open to it um but I just don't trust anybody (laughs) because of my life um everyone that I have trusted has always let me down um or they say they'll be there or they say they love us and they support us or you know they say we can count on them whether it be as listening ears or just somebody to you know to vibe with but then everybody goes ghost and they disappear or it wasn't what they said they were you know what I'm saying and then it's like back to square one again and life just becomes a little bit harder than what it should be but I am trying to do the best that I can in my situation um I am trying to do the best that I can without support I am trying to do best that I can with a limited income um I don't know why I want to cry right now and I'm trying not to and I really don't know why I want to cry right now And the tears are going to come anyways, and I don't know why, and this is frustrating, because apparently I'm going through something right now, and I don't know what it is or why, and it's just throwing me off a little bit, and it's just making it harder for me to um, stay on task and stay focused. Um, it just sucks. It just sucks. It just sucks that we don't get seen for who we are. And we don't get loved for who we are. And we damn sure as hell don't get appreciated for who we are. So when there is some support and some love, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, how can a complete stranger back you up? And have your back and be there, but those that known you forever can just throw you in the dumpster like you're nothing, like you're nobody. 
like you don't mean anything. And don't get me wrong, like I know there's a lot of jealousy when it comes to me because I speak my mind. I don't allow myself, well, not anymore, to get walked over. I used to be that submissive person just because I thought that was the only way I was gonna get love. Just because I thought that was the only way I was gonna get appreciated, that was the only way that I was gonna be cared for, or or anything like. So, yeah, I um used to be submissive. I used to just go with the flow and not complain or just cry in my room and not say anything to anybody and I still got misunderstood I still got misunderstood I still got misunderstood so if that was the case I could have just been the bitch that I wanted to be then so if you gonna call me a bitch then you have a whole valid reason for me to call me call you for you to call me a bitch because nobody in my family is perfect okay nobody Nobody in my family is perfect, so I don't know who in their right mind think that they God to, to justify the way that they do us or the way that they're trying to do us. But I moved, I left, and I cut all ties so that we couldn't be done so wrong, so that we couldn't be stepped on. So my kids, like, Sorry, y'all. Just like the other day, my daughter was telling me how when my mother used to take her with her to like Florida or Puerto Rico, how everybody would question what type of parent I was because of the things that she was saying to them. And they would sit there and question her. Did your mother do this? Did your mother do that? Does your mother leave you so she can party? And you know what's the sad part is? Nobody ever called to ask me if anything was legit. Nobody ever called to ask me anything. You know, at the time, I was trying to work two jobs. One, I was working at the shelter, and the other one, I was working at Toys R Us. And I barely left my daughter with her. I would leave her with the boys that I've called my brother because they helped us when we found out her situation. There's a lot of my story that I have not spoken about. Because it's kind of hard to. It'll put more mental pressure on me. So I'm not mentally ready yet. I'm not mentally ready yet to um, speak upon it. So when I get stronger, like hopefully I'll be able to, you know, talk about a lot of the stuff so that you guys have a better understanding. But as of now, it's kind of like I can only give what I know I can take. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I give bits and pieces here or there of what I know I can do. But I was working two jobs. I was literally sometimes leaving one job for the next job with not enough time to arrive to the next job. So it's not like I was out there clubbing or partying. I was doing what I needed to do for my child. At that time, I only had one. So I was doing what I needed to do for my child. And that made me a bad parent. Like, are you kidding me? You left me alone all the time with nobody to watch me so you can go work. I had to raise myself. At least I had people watching her and entertaining her and making sure she was safe and okay. And she never had to cook for herself. Somebody was cooking for her, not like me. I had to cook for you and myself. Like, even talking to my sister, she... she refresh my memory on how many times me and her would be trying to chill watching tv just bugging just having you know a good time together and my mother would be yelling from upstairs to get up and cook her a full course meal because she wanted a four full course meal meat like rice and potato salad or corn because the only vegetable she ate was corn or steak and potatoes or like I always had to cook a full course meal. And this is like at the age of 8, 9, 10 years old. Nobody should be really cooking at that age when you have a parent that can do it. But no, I was I was the one doing it. Like, And then I didn't really have a relationship with my father to begin with. And I remember one time she came and she was like, well, your dad's coming so we can talk. So you have to cook dinner. Why do I have to cook dinner? I didn't invite him. I didn't tell him to come for dinner. No. I didn't invite him. I didn't. Can you? I'm trying to record. I'm trying to record.
Why don't you worry about what you're doing, Lyrical, and stop worrying about Koa? Because you were the one that just interrupted my recording, not Koa. This is another reason why I really don't post content like that. Because when I be trying to get into my serious conversations so I can let things go and show you guys, like, my kids just don't respect what I try to do. And it just adds on to my mental health and it adds on to my frustration because I be forgetting what I'm saying and I'm trying to let it go, like... Oh, why did I have to cook if he was the one that, I mean, if she was the one that invited him over for dinner? Like, why did I have to get up and cook a full, full course meal for two parents that don't even appreciate their child? Like, that was so fucking wrong. And then to sit there and have to listen to them have a conversation about a kid that y'all neglect, both of you. So I might as well not even be at that table. There was no point in me even being around. Y'all both neglected this kid. Y'all both ignored this kid. Y'all both did not love this person. And I had to cook the meals. So these two parents that I had can sit down and have a conversation about a child that was me that they did not take care of the correct way. Money doesn't make happiness. It provides. But a mother's love and a father's love, that's what gives happiness. And I got deprived from both of my parents. Not just one, but both. So why would I think I'm worth anything if I wasn't worth anything to my parents? Why would I believe that I can achieve anything if I was taught and shown that I can't achieve shit? And these are things that I struggle with on a daily basis because I'm building up my worth and I know I'm an amazing person. When people get to know me, they be like, damn, I just thought you were a bitch. Correct? That's my defense mechanism. Only the real people can get past that. Only legit people can get past that. Only genuine people can get past that. And sometimes, some assholes will slip here or there and they'll get past it and sometimes some narcissists will slip here and there and they'll get past it and then I have to deal with the aftermath but I don't go looking for trouble I don't go looking for anything I don't go looking for anyone like even with my child's father I don't reach out to him I don't go looking for him even when I need something I don't go looking for him I try to figure it all out on my own, like always, because every time I've reached out to anybody about anything, it's always crickets or empty promises. Like, and that sucks. That genuinely sucks. Because if I'm keeping my part and my word, then why can't you keep your part in your word? I'm always expected to give, give, give. Yes, I'm a giver. Not by choice, that's how I was raised, to give, 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 and never take. So that's why when people do something for me, I don't know how to react. I really don't. Like, it puts me in the most awkward situation. Like, if I get a compliment or a gift or something, I really don't know how to act. I don't know how to receive. I do not know how to receive at all in no shape, way, or form. And it sucks. And it sucks. It really genuinely sucks. Like, even when my kids try to do something for me, I don't know how to receive it. I really don't. Like, I get embarrassed or I get shy or... I don't know. I just feel like I'm not worth the attention or worth the time or worth the effort, you know? Because that's what has been installed and embedded in me my whole life. It can't just change overnight. It's going to take a while for me to get out of this mentality. And then I feel bad because I have another subscriber that was that's supportive and 
I didn't realize that I never like said thanks like on my platform, you feel me? Because I didn't know that person wanted, you feel me, to be called out or anything. So I never like really said anything on my platforms, but in my heart, you know what I'm saying, in my heart, I'm grateful for any support that we receive, whether it be a like, a share, a subscribe, a follow, a comment, whatever. Like, I'm grateful for all the support we can receive. I just suck at receiving it. I genuinely suck at receiving it. Like, I'd be receptive and open, but then I don't know how to react after I receive support because I've never been in a situation where I've actually genuinely been supported. You know, where people have actually supported me and it's hard to be receptive to it if you've never been in those shoes like that. And then I don't like when I... I know I probably made somebody feel a certain type of way. I've always been that way. Like, I don't like being hurt emotionally or mentally at all. In no shape, way, or form. That's, like, the worst way you can hurt. So whenever I feel like I may have done that to somebody else, I beat myself up. Because I don't like the pain that it causes in me. So I don't like causing that same pain in anyone else. And I guess this is bothering me, which is probably why it's bringing it up. Like, I did text the person, because they have my phone number. So I did text the person to kind of, like, explain, like, there's not that there's no love or anything. It's just, this was a voice note, bro. Like, somebody took their time out of their day to send me a voice note in my podcast. Like, I can add it to my podcast. I can keep replaying it over again somebody actually just did like I asked you know what I'm saying and it was it it threw me off for a loop I got so darn hyped and then when I realized I had like five other voice notes from the same person like it just built up my vibration because she she lives the truth that I live you know what I'm saying they 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 live the truth that I live and they understand it so the words that were coming were words that were needed, you feel me, words of support, words to uplift, and I appreciate it, you know, like, I appreciate it, I appreciate all of you that follow, I appreciate all of you that like the videos, I appreciate all of you that share, like, I appreciate you guys more than I can describe and more than I can explain, I really genuinely appreciate you guys like I really genuinely do like I appreciate you guys heavy hard like hard like I may struggle to put out my content I may struggle to post it has nothing to do with you guys it's all about me and trying to find a way to make my whole life just a lot easier than what it is and trying to find it out to our situation and trying to you know just be okay like but I appreciate you guys big time like I really genuinely do like for y'all that take the time to watch the videos that's helping me so I can get my account monetized I really appreciate the love and the support. I may not act like I do because I don't know how to receive it, but I do. I genuinely, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, and I put that on my grandparents' grave, and I put that on my seeds. I do. I genuinely do because I'm not getting it anywhere else. I have, like, probably two people, three people, you know, that genuinely, like, pray for me and provide support. And I don't even know how to receive them when they do it. Like, I don't. It's just me. It's just me. Like, I was... I was. It's like I grew up feeling like I wasn't there. I wasn't worth people's love, you know? Or time or affection or attention. So when it does happen, it's like, whoa, what do I do now? How do I handle this? How do I, how do I respond to this? And this whole platform thing, I'm not an extrovert. 
I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And I genuinely be honest when I say I don't like people. I really just don't like being around people. I don't like being around strangers. I don't, even the people that I know, I like it from a distance. You know what I'm saying? Unless I need that love and the support physically, like I like to keep it from a distance because I'm also an empath. So I take on people's emotions and feelings and I'm still trying to learn how to separate my conditions from my empath and separate what are my feelings and my emotions from what I'm feeling from somebody else so I protect my peace and my aura and I just stay in my bubble and I stay to myself like I'm sorry that we ended up getting cut off, but my cousin had called. And um, that's the one thing I don't like, how the podcast will just stop like recording because the call comes in. So I hate doing it on my phone. But I always forget to put it on Do Not Disturb before I start. But I can't put it on Do Not Disturb this time because my cousin might have to call back. She's trying to help me get my son's physical from back home so that the doctor that we have down here can actually give him whatever shots he's missing. And um, even though I called the doctor's office up there and left a voicemail because they weren't in the office, they were on lunch, I still haven't heard back from them. And I need this physical before Wednesday because I have to take him to the doctor so he can get the, excuse me, the shot that he's missing so he can start school on Tuesday. Um, So she's trying to do the legwork for me up there to try to help me get what I need for down here so that I can make sure he's situated and straight. I did have a copy of the physical. Um, I usually keep a copy of everything but because we've moved so much and since being down here I don't know what happened to it. I found my oldest daughter's physical but I didn't find his so I really don't know what happened to it because I swear I told him to make me a copy because I always keep a copy just for in case because that keeps the immunization records on that physical form but I couldn't find it. I can't find it. I don't know where it is at all I've looked through all my paperwork and I, it's not there so I don't legit know what is this on my desk so I don't legit know like you know where it is but I need to get this done because I want him and he needs to start school on time and I swore he had gotten the shots last year before he started but it turned out that that wasn't the shot and my mind kept thinking that was the shot but I didn't get the letter to tell me about the shot until like, I think it was like a few weeks ago and it wasn't even that far along, far ago. So now I'm trying to rush and get all this done with no income, mind you, because now I have to find how I'm going to get him to the doctor's office. If I'm going to be able to be the one to take him um, because of the wheelchair piece, I'm going to have to most likely bring all the kids with me because he's the one that's got to go. Beva would have to wheel me at the doctor's office wheelchair and Lyrical can't stay by herself. Okay. Well, no, she'll probably be with her dad by then, so I don't have to worry about her because she should already be picked up from her dad by the time that his doctor's appointment comes. So, yeah, I might be able to work it out, but it's just the me piece, like, the me being able to... I can't walk around that doctor's office, so it's me getting dropped off at the door with a wheelchair waiting for me so that I can do the rest and that's the hard part like that's the difficult part so yeah I'm already stressing over that and trying to figure out how I'm gonna make that work but if anything if I gotta be on FaceTime with my daughter while she's at the doctor's office so that I can say what I have to say and you know make sure that he has his needs met I don't want to do it that way because I hate not being able to be a parent and do what I'm supposed to do because of my legs, it really does just knock me down every time I get caught in a situation where I have to count on the other one to do for the other one. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate it with a passion. And this is another reason why I'm struggling so hard with trying to get my mental health right. 
and trying to get my mental health better because if one of the neurologists believed that my mental health was playing a part in this, I need to get it back right to see if maybe I can get my legs back. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Yeah, y'all. So, I'm sorry for the way the, you know, the video got disconnected and the way the podcast got disconnected. Um, It was just a call because I'm trying to multitask and... You know what I'm saying? Get everything done that I still need to get done while still putting out my content. Like, right now, I have a training I'm going to go to at 1140. Um, Then after that, I have... I'm going to finish my course. I'm creating this course, um, What Is Your Truth, to go with my coaching. Um, But I'm going to be putting the course out there, preferably today, as soon as I can get the last video up, I mean, recorded and then uploaded. I'm going to place the course out. It'll be on my website. Sorry for the Jets if y'all hear it. But we're not too far from the base. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be putting that course out. I'm not going to be able to drop it how I want to drop it. But... I wanted to drop like one video a week. I don't have the money extra to pay for the platform to do that. So it's going to all be available in one shot. But the way that the course is supposed to be taken is one video a week. Um, so that you don't overwhelm yourself and learn to practice each step that I'm showing you. So that you can actually take time to resonate with it and see if it works with you and see what you see. But I'm creating that course. And like I said, that last video I'm trying to record it today. Um, trying to, you know, publish it today. Um, I got to link it to my website, though. I still got to learn how to do that because I am not a big website person. I'm good with social media. I'm amazing with social media. I can coach anybody on how to do their social media. But I'm not good with the web design piece or, like, link and stuff. I mean, I get it done. Don't get me wrong. But it takes me a couple of more hours than what it probably would take somebody else. Because then my bipolar kicks in and I get frustrated and then I got to stop and all this other stuff. So I am so independent that I will figure things out on my own. Like, I've been good with social media because I figured it all out on my own. But, yeah. I'm trying to stay on my goals here. Like... This coaching thing, this is our income. This is our future. This is why I even come anywhere to talk about, like, what I'm going through. So, I'm showing you my life is not the best life. I'm showing you that I have a whole bunch of trials and tribulations. And I'm showing you that I have a whole bunch of roadblocks. So, Koa's running around? How did Beba, I mean, how did Lyrical hurt you? Koa? No, she rocked, she rocked her leash around my leg. Come on, no. Yeah? Nothing. Sweetheart, I'm going to stay quiet. I'm just going to stay quiet. Because I may not have nothing nice to say and I don't want to be mean. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to stay quiet. I'm just going to bite my tongue. 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 Sorry, you guys. Just gotta remind myself that I'm gonna bite my tongue. Huh? Are you literally gonna bite your tongue? I can't. Look at my two fucked up front teeth. How am I gonna bite my tongue? Why well, I mean, it's pushed in? It, they hurt. And it's not pushed in. It was broken. Oh, it seriously looks like you got pushed in. No, it broke. I know. That's why. Why do you think I tell you about your teeth, Delano? You don't want me to get. Correct. That's why I tell you to brush your teeth every day. When that's why I fight with you, but you don't do it. You don't want my teeth, boo. You really don't. You need to start brushing them every single day. But, sorry, y'all. Um, it was biting my tongue. I forgot to light my protection candle this morning. I just realized that now. When I looked up and it's not lit next to my grandmother. But, um, yeah, so... I'm really looking for my ideal clients, okay? Sorry for the Jets. Let me shut up. I don't know what is going on, but something going on. 
Because the only time they really be out there like that is if something's going on. Like, I don't, we don't even hear them when they be practicing. But they just flew right over us. But anyways, so yeah, so this coaching piece is where I'm trying to get our income from. I may not have my life together for me and my family, but that's not because of my all of my actions and all of my decisions. A lot, a lot of people played in a part of it happening. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people played a part in us being in the position that we're in, you know, and then being the type of person that I am, I'm thinking people still have my back, so I'm still having theirs, and meanwhile, I'm drowning, you know, and then when I'm saying, hey, I'm drowning, I need a life support, it's crickets, and it's crickets, so guess what Lynette's doing now? Lynette doesn't care about anybody now, it doesn't matter who they are, Lynette is not offering help in that sense of the word, why is my microphone not working? Sorry, you guys. My microphone on the computer was not working. I disconnected it, and now I'm not going to record another video. I'm just going to leave it alone, but I'm just going to finish the podcast itself. Lyrical? Lyrical? Yeah, she's in here. Um, so, yeah, so this life coaching thing. We just wanted to make sure that you were in the house, boo-boo. That's all it was. This life coaching thing, like seriously, like I'm being real serious when I tell you guys out there in this universe of my platforms and everywhere that I'm advocating for mental health and everywhere that I show up at that because of the fact that my life is all over the place, I am amazing with other people's lives. I'm amazing with other people's situations. I'm just not amazing with mine because I have allowed other people to influence me that I shouldn't have. I've allowed me helping other people when I knew I was going to drown or or a possibility of me drowning. I shouldn't have helped. I shouldn't. But the giving person of me still does until she can't anymore. And now I've learned that, nope, I'm not doing that no more. If I'm not giving to my platforms, then I'm not giving to nobody. And if I'm not giving to my clients, I mean, I'm going to be giving to my platforms and I'm going to be giving to my clients. But that's it. I'm not giving anybody else outside of those two realms anything. Because ain't nobody out here trying to help me and mine. It's always attack, 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 attack. Put down, put down, put down, put down. And like the voice note said, it's like everybody's afraid of my blessings. And because I'm anointed and because I'm a favor. Like I'm like... My relationship with God, I keep it to myself because that's always been very private with me. But I have a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? I may not pray for the things that we need because, again, I'm not a taker. I'm a giver. So I tend to pray for other people. And that's where I go wrong at. I need to pray for what we need and what we need to accomplish. I can't keep praying for other people and I'm still in the hole. So the coaching to me is my passion. Helping other people is my passion. So by becoming a life coach, it has it's allowing me to provide, well, not yet because I don't have any paid clients that are starting right now. My paid clients aren't going to start until the end of September. But um, it'll give me an opportunity to provide for my family while helping other people. So I'm not being taken from and I'm not being left to drown. You feel me? I'll be, they'll, they'll take from me. You know what I'm saying? Everything that they need, but they're paying for it. So I'm still going to be bringing in income. And right now, I have a deal going on. You know what I'm saying? I offer a 90-day program where you get to meet with me once a week. And you have actual 24-hour, 7 days a week email support. So that if you ever have any problems, you need to email, you need an extra session. You are allowed one extra session as like an emergency with me. And my course, my program is geared towards what the individual means. So whatever your needs are, I build my 90-day course and program, not course, but program around your needs. 
and then we work and tackle specifically on what you need to work and tackle on okay so my program is worth 1500 but for the first six people i'm offering it to add a thousand dollars that's my way of saying thank you for helping me build the program so whatever your needs are i'm gonna have a program already built around that that would help me down the line with future clients so that's my way of saying thank you i'm dropping 500 off and bringing it down to a thousand if you don't have a thousand up front that's cool beans i accept payment arrangement i have a payment plan that'll be 333 dollars and 33 cents a month it'd be up to you if you can give it to me well the first 333 dollars and 33 cents should come before the first session and then the second payment should come in the next month during that first session or in the middle of the month like I'm I'm receptive to make it easy like if this is something that you feel that you need and you want and you want to make it work because we are so busy spending all this money on material things and so busy spending all this money on splurging and so busy spending all this money on the stuff that don't really make us better the stuff that don't really help us succeed to what we're trying to accomplish but we won't spend the money to invest in ourselves and I've never been able to understand that how can we not spend the money to invest in ourselves? Like, that just makes no sense to me. You're supposed to love yourself, right? You're supposed to want the best for yourself. So why not invest in it? And if you're not sure what a coaching, you know, is about or what it pertains, hey, that's what the free call is for. Book that free session. We sit down and we talk. You feel me? We talk. And then you can have a better understanding of what coaching is about because I'll be coaching you in that call. And you'll get to see firsthand what I'm able to do with you and your experience. And then it'll be up to you to sign up or just sign up for the inspiration emails until you figure out what you want to do. But don't knock something down until you try it. I didn't really ever heard of a life coach until I started to do it. Like, in my old world, I didn't know anything about this. If I would have known what coaching was or that it even existed back in my past, I would have signed up for it. I would have. Because it probably would have helped me to not make a lot of the errors that I made or accept myself in a way where I don't allow other people to walk over me. And that's hard for most people. For most people, it's hard to not be walked over. It's hard to defend yourself when people are walking all over you. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't know what coaching is, don't knock it. Don't knock it till you try it. You never know. You have anything you want to accomplish and you haven't been able to accomplish. You need somebody to hold you accountable because you tend to fall off track and don't stay on focus. That's what coaching is all about. It's nothing like therapy. You know what I'm saying? There's no past wounds that are open. It's focused on the present and the future. If there are some past things that need to be worked on and we have the ability to do so, then it can be done, but as long as it's nothing therapy related, that's what a therapist is for. That's not what I'm for. I'm here to help you see your future and your present. And I'm here to help you reach your future and your present at your highest potential. And if you just need a cheerleader, somebody that can cheer for you all the time and just be there as a sounding body and board, that's what I'm also there for as well. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm there for as well. Like, my cousin at first... She said, the, my practice client, the one that we've done such amazing work with, the one I'm, is helping me to get certified. When I first told her I was doing this, she didn't know what it was about. And granted, I didn't give her no option to sign up or not. I told her she was going to be my client, whether she liked it or not. But that's because I knew she had a goal she'd been trying to accomplish for years and hadn't been able to do it on her own. And apparently what I was doing as a cousin wasn't enough so I came in as a coach and literally in our sessions, I am not her cousin, like I'm her coach. And then when we're done with the session, I'm like, all right, now we're done. Now as your cousin, I got to tell you this. And then I break down what I feel like I need to explain and she'll be laughing because she'll be like, it's so different. I'm like, yeah, because as your coach, I'm supposed to be your sounding board, your, your cheerleader, your accountability partner. I'm supposed to support you in everything that you do. As your cousin, I don't have to do all of that. I can tell you how I feel. You feel me? And you take it or leave it. That's up to you. So I am keeping my role when I'm coaching as what I'm supposed to be. And then my personal feelings and my thoughts and my emotions, I, they get saved for later on when we're all done with the professional piece. That's how I am with everybody, though. 
I keep everything professional. There's no judgment. My life is falling apart. Why would I judge somebody else? There's no judgment at all. Like, I beat myself up because I judge myself for things happening or for me not seeing something before it happened. But as your life coach, that's what my job is for. And because I'm an empath, I use that ability to understand people more. I use that ability to understand their feelings, their thoughts, and their emotions. Like my other cousin, I know I haven't spoken to her since our session. This is how I know I hit it at the nail, even though she told me, okay? She's not ready to live, to, to face her truth. So when we did our coaching session, I told her, listen, I'm going to go hard. I messed up on the first coaching session and I didn't do my job. But on this coaching session, I'm going to go hard, okay? I'm going to do my job and I'm going to show you what coaching really is about. And I did. I went hard and I did my job and... She was like, you hit everything right in the head. Like, you hit the nail right in the head. Like, word for word, you got it all. And I'm like, now it's up to you what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Now it's up to you. What what do you want to do about this? And I guess I scared her because I spoke the truth. What is going on with my mic? Why does my mic... Blinking. I don't know what that means. What does it mean when it blinks? I don't get it. Why is it blinking? So I don't even know if y'all can hear me. Like, I'm not going to know until I play the video now. Because I don't understand why it's blinking. Alright, well, I'm going to let y'all go. I done been holding on too much. And I done already had a podcast, like, long podcast. I already got, like, 20 minutes on one. Now it's going to be 20 on the other one. And this is already going to be three videos that I have to post up for the podcast instead of one since it got broken down. I'm not going to I'm not going to combine them together because y'all know how I do. I don't like to edit. That takes a lot of concentration and a lot of time. and I don't be having that, to be honest with you. But um, I think about what I'm saying when it comes to the coaching. Think about it. I know our community is the most receptive to help and all that. But take it from a person who firsthand is getting the help and is dealing with a coach herself, two different coaches, like, it, it does help. It really does. All right, you guys, make sure to love y'all, please, because if ain't nobody else can love y'all, y'all got to love yourselves, okay? Make sure y'all build y'all vibrations. Take a few minutes to remind yourself how amazing and beautiful you are, how fantastic you are, how bomb you are, how the go-getter that you are, the successor that you are. Like, just build up your vibration. Just love yourself, okay? If nobody else will, please love yourself. And don't forget, today ain't promised to nobody. So let's make it count. Let's make yesterday jealous. Be blessed, y'all.